Blog Talk Radio. Are you afraid of white people? Now, I'm not afraid of white people. 
do I believe something like that could happen? That's the question. I mean, could something like that? I mean, there are black people that go missing all the time. Nobody checked for them. You know what I mean? So, would you do if you was in that situation? I mean, that, that's what that's what I found myself asking. Like, how would I get away? I mean, they was using hypnosis. They was using, you know. I'm sorry, Tuesday. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna break. I'm not gonna give no no spoilers. But it, it's a very good movie, and it's definitely a conversation starter. You know, I was scared to look at white people on the way out of the movies. <laughs> Fat Lamar, he was scared. Uh, Island boy, sixty-five thousand black women missing in the U.S. You're absolutely right. On the line today, I'm gonna ask. This, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure Madeline has not seen this movie. I'm gonna just go out on the limb. What's up, Miss Ryan? Pat Lamar's in the in the chat. Appreciate y'all. I'm 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 a, I'm a thousand percent Madeline haven't seen this movie. Madeline Agruso, what up? Rodney Perry, how are you? Have you seen Get Out? You actually bet wrong this time. I took all of my sons to the movies this weekend, and I did see Get Out. So, what are your thoughts? And, and just for for people that that that, that will listen and and maybe can't tell from your voice. Madeline is a white woman. <laughs> Preface it with that. So, what, it what was, was your, a decent what was movie. Thought? I thought did it was you, okay. I thought something like that is even feasible, could possibly happen somewhere. Mm, not really. It was a bit unrealistic to me. I think it's dope that that brother made all that money, like he's killing the game. So I thought that was dope. Now, here, this is funny. How about at the end of it, as a white woman, I was scared to walk out to the movie theater, like, oh, shoot, everybody's going to want to kill me. <laughs> right. It is started some stuff. Yes. I mean, I, it was decent. I think it's, it's a really dope what if. I mean, every good movie is a dope what if. Like, what if, blah, blah. And so to sit there and watch it, and I found myself saying through the movie, get out, dude. Get so out. I thought the 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 best friend will probably get an an Oscar for best supporting from that. He was incredible. He was my he favorite part of the movie. Oscar. He is he absolutely. Did. His name is Lil Rel, uh, a talented comedian out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Lil Rel did smash the movie. Uh, <laughs> they said on the chat, Madeline. It's, I'm glad you clarified. She sounded like a sister. Well, she is a sister. She's she's all our sisters. Let me tell you something. And this is something that I, I've been thinking about recently. I mean, we get to we get to live on this planet Earth. Uh, you know, I don't know what you believe in, but we're down here, and our skin and our bones, our health. I mean, that's the shell we use. I mean, we're all spirit. So our spirits don't have any consciousness. Warning. This is correct. Advanced Matt Cleaner has detected issues that need your immediate attention. What the? Click on oh, no. Clean Now to fix these issues. Oh, Lord Jesus. My, my computer is having a heart attack. I know, which is interesting because you've told me for years that that doesn't happen to Max, but I'm listening to it happen. Well, that, 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 that doesn't happen to Max if you stay out the porn site. 
Yeah, well, porn sites are bad for any type of. My 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 got all type of Mac cleaner. Uh, <laughs> from we're spirit beings to porn sites. <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean it's just I, that's the duality that is Rodney Perry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's all of us. Right too here. much xvideos dot com. Absolutely. Yes. My my. Uh, Wayne Brady was the first successful person a white person changed himself into. Wow. <laughs> Somebody said Wayne Brady was the first person that they got. That's funny. I, you know, I, I don't think I, was, I understood until like halfway through the movie that that the people there were their family members that that had that had got like a new lease lease on life. So that was her grandfather. And her grandmother. Wild. Which was bananas. It is a wild what if. Shouts out to the people in the chat. Thank y'all for checking in. Motivational comedian, Miss Woody. What's up, Miss Woody? You got a long title. Uh, Fat Lamar in the building. The number, 646-668-8837. We're talking about some movies today. I got a movie store in the next hour, so I said, let's talk movies. Uh, Jordan Peele is smashing the box office with the, his first time directing, his directorial debut. Um, they built it like a horror movie, but it's actually a thriller. What's up? Monroe, Louisiana. Ladila Harris. What's up, Ladila? I don't know if I said it way. How you doing, man? You keep the grind. I do. I do keep grinding. Fat Lamar, all love. Uh, King Kong. King Kong is out. I'm anti-King Kong for the record. Madeline, are you, you got any thoughts on King Kong? You going to see that? I'm absolutely not going to see that, and I have no thoughts on King Kong. I am not going to see King. Like, it's, it's amazing to me that they, they, have, they have repackaged King Kong every, like, four or five years. Apparently, there's an audience for it. People must like big gorillas. And and, and, and <laughs> usually, usually he, he in love with a white girl. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> All right, here goes the number, guys. Listen up. Tyler Chronicles in the building. King Kong was originally made to scare white women off black men. Tyler Chronicle said that, Madeline. Uh, the My number, fellow Aries. I love Tyler. I know. You You guys are all conspiracy. Uh, 646-668-8837 if you want to call in. 646-668-8837. The movie's on the street right now. What? Did you see the movie Split? I haven't seen Split. I got one of my buddies from Philly that's in Split. I haven't seen Split, but I heard it's a it's a dope movie. I heard mixed reviews. I've heard it was really good, and I heard it was not good. So, mm. oh no, I, no, 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 Tyler, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Matter of fact, give me a call, man. Six four six 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 eight 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 three seven. You call me right now. King Kong is about a black gorilla that won't get with a white girl. Then he's gonna uh be stuck and get out. It's, it's the same movie. Okay. All right, we got a call coming in. Hold on, man. Detroit. Detroit. Oh, we talking movies. It's Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live today. Uh, but uh, Timothy says it's a good movie. Okay, let's 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 pull in this call. Detroit number three one three in the building. What up? 
Hello, Rodney Perry. How are you, sweetie? I'm doing great. Who is this? This is Diva's Comedy, straight out of Detroit, Michigan. Recently moved to Vegas five weeks ago. You better hear me. Oh, wow. So how was Vegas? Are you liking it so far? I ripped all the stages, baby. I'm an old-school comedian. Richard Pryor, you better hear me good. I don't play. <laughs> I'm that old-school real comedy. I'm bringing it back. And my girl, Gully Bessmore, told me to get in touch with you because you're going to love the diva. You better ask somebody about me, sugar. All right, baby. Hey, you seen any, any of the movies out lately? Have you seen King Kong or Get Out? Hell no, but you told it, so I already know what to see. You know what I mean? The whole Hell, I don't need to go see it. That damn Rodney Perry and I already told it when it lasts. Now, back in the head, you got to go see it, baby. Baby, you got to go see it. You got to go see it, man. I got to get a date first, Rodney. Hey, I got to get a date first. It's hard to get me. I'm a retired pimp. So it's hard. I gotta get me a date. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, this is what we're gonna do, Diva. I'm, a, I'm, a, we gonna do, uh-huh. we gonna do a contest to get you a date. So, so how old are you? What's, tell, tell me about yourself. I'm, I'm 52 years old. Never been married. I got one son. His name is Lamar. He's 37 years old. And um, what else I got to tell you? I got a radio show coming up April 1st with DJ Something Vegas. I'm in the reality show called Holy Smoke. I only been here five weeks. What that tell you about me? It's hard being here. You're a dynamic, you're a dynamic woman. I tell you what, hang you on. Hang on, Diva. We're going to find you a, a, a date. Hang on. Hey, that's Diva's comedy. Brand new to Vegas. If you're in Vegas, you're a nice gentleman. You know, maybe about 45 to 55. We can hook you up with this lovely lady, uh, Lamar. Omaha, Nebraska, in the building. What's up, Lamar? What's going on? What's going on, man? Hey, I had to call in, man. It's too funny. On top of that, she's doing free promotion. Hey, tell her, man, no free promotion on your lives. Hey, <laughs> let me tell you something. I shut that shit down, didn't I? <laughs> hey. Yes, sir. Hey, yes, hey Lamar, sir. you can't yes, get out, man, or can't call any movies yeah, out right I, now? Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't check out everything new that was in. I, I, I set a little website on your thing, but it's like a M4U free dot info or something like that. It's a website that you just go to the movies and go see them. You ain't even got to go nowhere. But I mean, you know, if it's real good, I pay for it. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, hey, hey, man, what did, what did you think about Get Out, man? What did you think? Honestly, you know, I'm saying I'm like, first, you know, it, it, it started off kind of slow, and I was like, damn, what's going on? You know, what I'm saying, but from there on, you know, and once I really seen what they was doing, I was like, oh. So what they doing is they 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 picking out what black person that they want they 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 eyes they want they want you know they want something I don't want to say too much but they want something from from black people because they want to be black. I say like, oh I get it but hey I'm telling you can't nobody not tell you that they did not walk out the movie theater with white people and then had that look like hey uh. This was just a movie, y'all. You know, I don't want no problems. <laughs> That's sure right. the hell I was looking. <laughs> sure how I was looking. It was a great movie, hey, though. But you said you had you, you got a lot of mixed, uh, you know, what I'm saying decisions on what people liked it and opinions about that uh, split. Split yeah. was the. It, it was a very good movie. I'd rather watch Split again over Get Out. Oh really? Because because. Um, oh yeah. I heard, I heard, I heard Split was good, but somebody else said they didn't like it or they didn't understand it. So I was like, okay, 
So I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I, I want to make sure I get to see that. For, for people who got a whole bunch of split personalities, like somebody who was probably talking to you, they probably wouldn't understand it. But he clearly, he could play like 10 people and you didn't even know what the hell was going on. Like, oh, damn, he's talking to somebody. And no, it was him the whole time. It was a pretty good movie. Wow. Pretty good movie. So so it was like almost but, like Fight Club where you see like, you know, a different no, character, but it's nothing like him. Fight Club. No, it's it was pretty much he was he kidnapped some girls and um uh, he, he he I guess like was, was, they were all sinners pretty much they were all sinning and and my, pretty my much man, he Tyler had Chronicle this. said Tyler Chronicle said Split is worth it he said Split is very good yeah hey but John Wick too is what you need to be talking about oh uh, hold up stop the presses I'm I'm a John Wick fan okay man. I thought now me and my buddy had a conversation you tell me what you think. He said the second John Wick wasn't as good. What do you think? John Wick one, you know, that was the foundation. But for for them to start building on the house, you know, John Wick two is really there. Part three is what I want to see was really gonna happen because, uh, hey, but John Wick two, like I said, you know, said if I had to give that, you know, a thumbs up. But John Wick one. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Lamar, 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 Scooter said John Wick. Scooter said John Wick killed a small country in that movie. <laughs> hey, he ain't lying, though. He ain't lying. Like, everybody had to go. And, you, hey, I, man, I'm telling you, you know, I really want to put this out there, man, that a lot of people sleeping on Common. Common is a very good actor. Common did his thing in that good. movie, man. Yeah, he did his thing in that movie. John you know, Wick killed so, so many people. He killed people in the movie theater, too. <laughs> Hey, man, it was, it was hot. It was hot, man. It was hot. Hey, Lamar, you, you're in Omaha. You know my man Jamie out there then, I'm sure. Yeah, you said Jamie. I'm, I was trying to think about who you said because, see, my sister, I'm, uh, is, uh, Shannon Marie, uh, she's an artist down here for uh, music. Yeah, Jamie do shows at the uh, Funny Bomb. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I get to, I get to go to the funny bone. You know, that's up there, Village Point. So I get to go up there every now and then just to, you know, check out some shows and everything. That's why when I seen you, I was like, oh man, I would love to have you come, boy. Hilarious. Hey man, thanks for the call, bro. Hey, thanks, Lamar. Appreciate it. Thanks for reaching out. Yes, sir. Hey, I just Roddy Perry. You tuned yes, in to Roddy Perry Live. It's going down today. We're talking about movies. Uh, my man brought up that John Wick. John Wick was dope. You know, and uh, uh, Get Out is a good movie. Uh, and then there's, there's some cool movies coming down the pipe, man, uh, that we're going to have to look out for. Let's see what, what's coming up. Uh, let's see what's coming down the pipe. Uh, did anybody see Logan? What's up, Pretty Neck in the building? Logan was good, Scooter, Scooter man. I heard Logan wasn't that good, man. Come on, Scooter, man. I heard Logan, my, my homegirl said Logan put her to sleep. I don't know. Hey, give me a call. Tell me what you think. 646-668-8837. It's your boy, Rodney Perry. It's the podcast. It's live. It's everything all rolled into one. My girl cried at the end of uh, uh, Logan. Wow. All right, Scooter. Scooter, did you cry? It's okay. It's okay if you cry. It's okay. I think what what thing with Logan is it was it's a it's a Marvel movie, 
and people expected more action. I heard I heard Logan didn't have no action. So guys didn't like it, girls loved it. Uh Fat Lamar said he'd give it a six. Give us a call. What would you give it? Six. What's up, Creflo? OG in the building, it's me. Six four six. Six six eight 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 three seven. Six four six 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 eight 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 three seven. You can give us a call. You can be on the air with your boy right now. I school I'm looking for your call, baby. I'll be looking for it. Uh let's see. Twenty seventeen. What's happening? Uh oh, oh, this cartoon look good. The boss baby. I got and I haven't seen this movie, but I heard about it. The movie is called The Shack. Has anybody heard about The Shack? Uh, if you if you lost somebody in your life, a loved one, a family member, they say The Shack is the movie to put it all in perspective. A friend of mine lost her son a few years back, and she said The Shack, she read the book. She said, Rodney, don't, do, do not miss this movie. It's called The Shack. It's in theaters right now. Um... Fast and the Furious, another installment of Fast and the Furious coming. It's called The Fate of the Furious. King Kong, Skull Island is in the streets. I might uh might see Split. Now Split is Split is interesting, uh, the breaker, from what I understand. Oh, guess what they're coming back with? Have y'all heard this? Anybody uh under 35? The Power Rangers is coming back. Feature film. The Power Rangers. I don't know if young people give a damn, but I think grown some grown people, 35 and under. You know, my man uh, Clayton Thomas, he loves them damn. Um, some fucking, um, what did I just say? Uh, Power Rangers. All right. Oh, the Belco Experience. Uh, Madeline, I don't know if you noticed or not, but there's a movie called The Belco Experiment. Gail Bean is in it. Gail Bean is in The Belco Experiment. Uh, I'm going to take this call. We got like 11 minutes before I see him come on. Scooter, you all righty, play line. What's up, buddy? Yo, man, listen. That Power Ranger movie, I can't wait to see that. Joe. I can't wait to see it. Okay, wait, stop right there, Scooter. How old are you, Scooter? 31. I can't wait. <laughs> right in the pocket. That's what I said. 31. There you go. Let me tell you the little hook in it, though. Me and my mom's going to go see it. I couldn't. We couldn't see the Power Ranger movie when I was a kid because it was sold out five times in a row. We're going to go see this one. We already bought our tickets, pre-ordered them. Hey, you pre-ordered your tickets, though? What? Me and my mom, yeah, we pre-ordered it. And this Power Rangers ain't racy. I'm real hyped to see this one. Who was your favorite Power Ranger? Oh, man. They used to try to make me like the Black Power Ranger, but I hated the Black Power Ranger because he, he had no moves. All he could do was break dance. I hated him. I hated the Black Power Ranger. My favorite he one was the karate, Green Ranger. He just danced. Yeah, they, <laughs> he was a black one, and they made him break dance. I couldn't believe that shit. I couldn't wow. believe it. Oh, you know, you know what I just saw the other day, man? I just saw Scooter, man. I watched a movie on, um, it wasn't Netflix, but I was watching a movie um, on, like, on demand. It's about Pele. And I didn't know Pele's okay. story. Pele was cold. 
Pele's Jordan of soccer. He's the Michael Pele Jordan of soccer. The, Pele is the Jordan of soccer. He's the Muhammad Ali of soccer. Pele is mm-hmm. all, like he he he. I think he got the award for uh, athlete of the century, like of the last. Yep. It was like that's how dope Pele was. I had no idea, man. I read about Pele. Uh, I had some good history teachers. I read about Pele in history class. When I was a kid, Pele like stuff like political activism and all that stuff. Okay, you can help me yeah. with this, Cool. You in Philly? How bad is the weather? Am I gonna be able to fly in there and get out tomorrow? Tomorrow you'll be. You should be able to get out tomorrow, but today is like everything was backed up. Everything backed up. They canceled all, all the morning flights today, so they're gonna be getting everything at night. Getting everything out at night. It's not that bad. It's not like a foot of snow. No, it's not that bad. But I'm not coming outside. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, I might not make it out tomorrow. Wait, man. Ambrose Jones said Pele is the Mexican who cut his grass. That's so. Ambrose, give me a call. Ambrose, give me a call. The number six four six 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 eight 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 three seven. I'm live right now. Ambrose Jones, give me a call, man. He's one of my favorite comedians out of Memphis doing his thing. Very talented dude. Give me a call, Ambrose. Let's talk talk about these movies. What, what else are you looking forward to, Scooter? You ain't, you ain't like, I, I just seen, I seen all the movies. Out. I seen Logan. I seen Get Out. I skipped John Wick because ain't no way everybody, this man going to keep killing everybody over this dog. That's some white people stuff. That's some true Let white people Let me tell you stuff, something. Man. You stop right there, Scooter. If you, John Wick is, might be the coldest action hero of all time. <laughs> you know how you watch the movie, you know how you watch the movie and the action, the dude, the, the lead of the movie, he fights somebody and then he has to fight him again? John Wick don't yeah. have to fight nobody twice. <laughs> John Wick is like Blade. He like Blade. Once he fights Blade. He put him down, man. <laughs> Wesley Sykes Blade beat Dracula. I don't know how many people could be could be Dracula, and he had a cool part. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, Blade Blade was cold. Okay, Ambrose Jones, the number six four six 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 eight 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 three seven six four six 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 eight 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 three seven. Give us a call. This your boy Roddy Perry. I'm talking to my man Scooter right now. Scooter, tell tell my audience about your podcast, man. Oh man, I got a podcast. It's like it's, it's it's real decent. I just had talent on there, and I'm bringing a lot of comedy legends, and then I'm also bringing the people that's legends to me, like my little cousin that um he hit six girls in one day. He did a lot of different crazy stuff, man. What are you bringing on? He, he, he had six girls in one day, man. He's a legend to me. He's a legend to me.
<laughs> Mr. Rod from Mr. Rod called me every Mr. Rod called me like every three months with a with like he he like man I got a new club man I need you to come out but it, <laughs> Mr. Rod like Pinky from Pinky in the Brain he just he just he just ain't got, just ain't got the brain with him he got the brain with him shout out to Mr. Rod and, and, and I hope he get it together man. Uh, and the Live House in Philadelphia, man. A lot of great comedy happened there for many years. Um, uh, let me take let me take let me take another call. Hang on, Scooter. Don't yeah, hang up. Yeah, hang not... right there. Uh, you already pray live. Who this? Three one zero. Hello. Oh man, checking it out. All right. So in the meantime, man, there's a lot of great stuff coming down the pipe. We dropped that call. Uh, Scooter is on the line. I see Scooter in Philly tomorrow. Uh, yep, right. The comedy movement. I mean, I'm a comedian. I guess I am. Uh, oh, 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 that's what I was saying. Okay. Madeline, check this out. You there? Yes, I'm here. So, this dope movie, I saw the previews for it at uh, Get Out. You may have saw it, too. The Belco Experiment, did you see that? No. You know, I'm late for everything. I missed I missed the previews. But I just heard you say Gail is in it. How exciting. Gail Bean is in that movie. I was like, oh, there go Gail. She made the trailer. Wonderful. Oh, wow. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it. I didn't get a chance to see her in the last movie. The uh the uh Netflix no I did see her in the Netflix you movie, did see but, it mm-hmm. uh, you watched it yeah. yeah so I'm I'm a fan Gail Bean is a very talented young actress she uh took a chance followed her dreams and moved out to L A and she's been doing nothing but great things since since then so big shout out to Gail Bean she's doing it and uh, she uh she was former one of my never first deny students. next level student yes yeah. one of my first students in my uh, improv workshop so um. Gonna be starting a new one real soon. Uh oh, I think this is my man. Uh, let me go. We're going live. Ambrose Jones. Hello, you all ready for live now? What up? Uh, what's going? What's going on, right? This sound like Ambrose. How you doing, young man? Wait, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Oh, let, let me do this. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on, Ambrose. Shouts out to the um um. Pickle Pass Pink, my man Alton Walker, we did a show this weekend. Um, Maxine put on a show, and it was for the breast cancer awareness. When I tell you it was one of the dopest shows I've been on in years. And, oh, oh, wait a minute. Is it 1 o'clock? Oh, snap. Ambrose, there's some great movies on the street. If you could talk to a comedy legend, okay, you hear me, Amber? Okay. Yeah, I hear you. If you could talk to a comedy legend, let's say a guy like Arsenio Hall. If you could talk to Arsenio Hall, what would you ask him? If like you had one question, he was in a hurry, you could stop him, you could ask one question, what would you ask him just off the top of the head? Uh, could you connect me to them folks over to Comedy Central? Because I've been trying to get in contact with them. <laughs> you you were trying to get the hookup? <laughs> what other question? <laughs> what other question would I ask, right? 
know. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. That's, I guess that's a good question. Boy, get yeah, off my line. I, I got I to gotta go talk to Arsenio. Hey, thanks for the call. This is Roddy Perry. You tune in to Roddy Perry Live. On the line, you can hear him Mondays on the Tom Jordan Morning Show. You can see him star in some of your favorite films. He's an actor. He's a comedian. He is the best late night host of all time. Bar none. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hold your fingers yeah, up dog. and walk with me. Arsenio Hall. Hey, man. That's the best intro I ever had. You you must have went to the Steve Harvey School of Intros. I I think I did actually. While you playing, <laughs> I really did. That, that was that was genius, man. How you doing, man? First of all, can I thank you not only for letting me call you up on your blog, but I appreciate you and George Wallace, man, coming down to Atlanta when I was down there and making sure I was all right. And uh, I, I, hey, man, comedians, there is nothing like the fraternity in the club that we belong to. You know what, man? Uh, first of all, and, and let me say thank you. Thank you for your body of work. I mean, Arsenio Hall, first of all, do you sleep in a hyperbaric chamber? You still look 35. <laughs> <laughs> I know you was on solid gold. This is how I'm... I'm 46. I know I was a kid watching Funny Dude or Senior Hall on Solid Gold. I, I go back. And to, yeah. to watch you perform a couple of weeks ago at the Atlanta Comedy Theater, dude, I mean, it was like, I was like, man, this dude is still still relevant, still funny. I mean, poignant. I mean, you covered so many things, man. I mean, how much do you love stand-up, bro? Oh, gosh, stand-up. Man, you know, because I left it for a while, and stand-up, you know what? If you really love your woman, leave her for a while. When you come back, you realize how much you miss her and how much you love her. That's what stand-up was like for me. I was like, oh, wow. man, how have I been even surviving without it? Because black people don't like therapy, so we need stand-up. Hey. You know, we, we need, we need some we can go and talk to some people every now and then. But uh, you said the funniest thing. You had me laughing. For three days after that night, because you said something. See, for me, the funniest stuff is obscure, intelligent, kind of inside things that everybody won't notice. Because that's what we do. We don't want to be right. the person that notices what everybody at the barbershop notices. You, you came to me after the show and pulled me on the side and you said, dog. That one bitch you do, and I thought she was going to uh, give me some punchline or some extra tag for the end of a joke because you've done that when you see something that I should be doing or some place I should go that maybe I missed. Rodney looks at me and he says, look, dog, that one bitch you do about uh, Oscar Pistorius on them blades and you be jumping, (laughs) dog, look, I I Googled you. You're 60, dog. Don't do that bit every night the way you do it. You you jump you 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 gonna you gonna be crippled. You can't keep jumping like that, dog. You're 60 years old. You can't. You gotta go easy. Just come up on your toes, dog. It was the funniest conversation because you were concerned that, bro, yeah. you ain't gonna get through these next 11 dates. 
Oh God! Hey. But we had fun. Didn't we have some fun that night after the show, man? Just sitting, just me and you and Johnny Gill and George Wallace and every yeah, pimp in Atlanta that followed y'all into my dressing room. We had a good night. <laughs> You know what? What what you can't you can't pay for, and that's what I tell the young comics, man. When you get a person like in Arsenio Hall close enough to go see, you have to take that master's class. You have to go sit in the audience and watch a guy live, because that's what, you don't. To me, you haven't seen a comedian until you've seen them live. Uh, yeah. One of the convers one of the conversation one of my questions for you is. Um, and, and you can't talk to our city. Hey, hey Rodney, it's just one quick thing. Rodney, one quick yeah. thing about what you just said. A lot of that is absolutely true. A lot of people don't realize. Uh, I, take any name in the business. If you like Trevor Noah, and you haven't seen mm-hmm. Trevor Noah live, you really haven't seen him because we live in a business where everything inside that little box is controlled by lawyers, standards mm. and practices. Networks, you know, you. I don't think people in the heartland have any idea how much when they see us in that box, we are not <laughs> who we are when we left home. You know, wow. it, 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 it's it's Hey, I had a I had a joke taken out one night on a TV show, and I said, "What what's wrong? What, what what's wrong with that joke?" And they said, "Oh, it's not the joke. It's the the girl that walks out in the sketch." We have to change her clothes because we're still on probation over Janet Jackson's nip slip. And I'm like, wow, what could that have to do with this sketch? And you don't realize, well, we're still on probation. We have a, a certain wardrobe restraints that we have to deal with because of what happened that night at the Super Bowl. I mean, people don't have any idea that when we're on television, we're fighting the system to get to who we are normally. Wow. And, you, you know, that, that was going to be my, my first question to you is, like, what are some of the battles you fought um, with the Arsenio Hall show the first run, and then how was it different 20 years later? Wow, let's see. The, the biggest battles you fight, I think you remember the ones you lose, because obviously I remember the first Friday night of my show where they said um, you're going to do one number, with this, uh, with with this singer, they didn't even know his name, and I said, "You mean Bobby Brown?" They said, "Yes." Uh, uh, when she when she comes out, and I said, "It's a he," and they said, "Oh, it's a he." This not the Bobby the model, and I said, "No, this is a young man used to be with New Edition, and he's gonna break a song called Don't Be Cruel." Wow. And um, and they said, oh, "Okay, okay. Well, let's put the song at the end of the show." And I said, well, I'm going to put this one in a cold opening because he's going to break another show song called My Prerogative at the end of the show. Oh, you can't do two songs. I said, you can do these two. I was in the studio with him two nights ago. We can break these two songs in one show. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, but that battle, I won. We, we broke both songs that night. I remember in a meeting one morning where I had gotten a video, an audio cassette from Ice Cube when I say audio cassette, that lets you know how long ago it was. Yeah. And um, I give it to them, and I say, in Sharpie, written on the cassette, it says, F the police. Mm-hmm. And they say, uh, 
And what's the acronym? I said, niggas with attitudes. And they said, we're not doing that. <laughs> I said, wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. But we fought about right. it for a week. And I lost the battle to break NWA on my show. Now, years later, obviously, I've done everything from Easy Alone to Dre Alone right. to the Ice Cube coming back as a movie star. But you always remember that battle you lose. I lost the battle with Paramount to break NWA. Now, you know, I won other battles like, uh, you know, <laughs> certain groups that I know they didn't like. I remember a lot of complication one morning when I told him I was going to do ice tea and he had a thing called body count. Yeah. And it, it's strange. I, I was actually able to win that battle because they were becoming a little more liberal and understanding that it was a new day, new artists, and this was a new show, you know, and, but, but basically you fight and Dick Clark used to tell me, choose a extra battle. <laughs> and and this, is a, this is a funny way to deal with it. He said, if you want NWA, take two battles in that day. Plan on losing the other one and then walking out and saying, okay, well, I wanted that. You know, I wanted, uh, you know, share naked doing my pony. But if y'all ain't going to let me do that, I'm just going to do the NWA. You know, and he, he right. used to say sometimes if you want, if, you, if there's a word and a joke that you want, Put three other words in that joke. Let them obsess on that. And then you get what you want, you know, uh, uh, whoop-ass booty call in this joke and lose those other three you didn't want anyway. So sometimes wow. you've got to play those games. But basically it's about fighting every day to get what you want. And if you get five of those things, you can become half of who you are <laughs> in, in, wow. in public medium, you know. Got it. I mean, do you ever, like, reflect on the amount of time? I mean, you did how many shows over how many years? I mean, that's a lot of television. Yeah, it was thousands. Thousands of shows uh, over a period of, like, six years. Man, and, and great experiences. Rodney, I remember walking into the Ivy restaurant on Robertson. Me and my boys, you know the suspects. We go in. We have dinner after the comedy store. And a man named Tommy Matola walks up behind me. He said, how, how you doing? He gave me his card. Back then, you give your card out. Gave me his card. Right. I, he's over my shoulder. I look at the card, and I look back at him, because I know that name, Tommy Matola. I've heard you in songs, man. They sing about you in Cleveland. Tommy Matola is on the run. I'm like, yeah, I know that name. And I said, what's up, dog? Nice to meet you. And he says, uh, don't look now, but the lady I'm having dinner with, um, I just want you to hear a song of hers. So I'm going to give you a cassette. I'm going to give you an audio cassette. Put this in your pocket. Wow. Slid it in my pocket and went out to the limo and listened to it. But at that moment, she didn't look like she does now. She she was, mm -hmm. I, I, <laughs> this was her, her young and the breathless soap opera period with Tommy Mottola. <laughs> and it was obviously Mariah Carey. And yeah. I went out after dinner and listened to it on the way home. And it was Vision of Love. And, uh, Yo, dog, I was—I thought it was a prank. I was like, they're going to let me break this woman on national TV? My audience is going to go nuts because this wow. is the truth. I mean, imagine a cassette where you listening to Mariah Carey for the first time. You're like, Lord, have mercy. And Nick Cannon someplace in high school, <laughs> he's going to get to see his future ex-wife. <laughs> get to see his future ex-wife on my show tomorrow night because I broke her the second I could. 
Man, I mean, just to sit here and, and hear the stories and have the reference point is, is amazing. Um, you are, I think, proof that good guys win. Um, wow, and, thank you. Know, you know, a lot of us, you know, we walk through this life, and it seems like, you know, good guys finish last. But, I mean, how do you maintain your good guy in a world where it seems like, the other guy wins. Wow, it's it's deep, man. You know, I'm I'm the son of a Baptist preacher from Cleveland, man, and I I think uh first of all I'm 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 just happy to be in the game to support my family and make my people in Cleveland happy and give them a certain kind of life. But probably more important is I sat with Richard Pryor in the last days of his life. And I don't mean like a couple of days. I mean for years. It mm. dawned on me that when people in Hollywood are finished with you, it's not going to be about the work. No one was coming to Richard's house. All the people you know that know Richard, those people weren't coming to his house to thank him for Mudbone and to thank him for Blue Collar and the thespian ability that we saw in his work from A to Z. At that time, there was less money in his life. Hollywood wasn't interested. And you know how friends and hanger-ons can be when you ain't got the number to the white man at Comedy Central anymore. Wow. The bottom line, that's, that's why I was laughing at your boy earlier. The bottom line is when that ends, Life can be very lonely, and I realize that all you have at that point is your dignity and who you are as a man, how you've treated people, and because it's I, you know I don't want I don't want to get heavy on you, but it wasn't a lot of people around, and the work was irrelevant at that point. And I sat with Richard, I took Richard to movies, and we would sit and watch movies and laugh. You know, we went to see. I remember where I took him. He said, he said I, I like to go and see that new Eddie Murphy movie. And at that point, Richard was riding a cart. I would put his cart in my Range Rover. We'd go watch a movie. You know, I'd say, because I, I knew Richard was seeing his last days. I was asking him things like, um, is there places you've never been you want to go to? He said, I never, I never went to the Laugh Factory. And I said, really? I said, oh, come on. We went to the Laugh Factory in the daytime because the Laugh Factory had children there in a thing called a comedy camp. So I took Richard and let him help me, because at that time, Bob Saget and George Lopez, different people, would teach a comedy class in the summer. I took Richard and sat him there with me, and he taught these children for a day. And it made him feel good. It warmed his heart, man. I remember one time we were laying. Here's a good story you'll appreciate. Richard's laying in the bed. I'm sitting next to him, and he says, who's that guy right there? He kind of looked like I looked when I was little. And I said, that, that guy there? He said, yeah, he looked like me a little, right? And I said, Richard, his, that's Steve Harvey. And Steve Harvey wow. was teaching a class on a sitcom as Mr. Hightower, and we were watching it in the, a yeah. repeat in the daytime. And he said, I would like to meet him. He's funny. I called Steve. Steve, in teen hours, met me, and we went and sat next to Richard Fryer and talked to the king. For a couple hours, and and because uh, you know Richard, uh, Richard, 
at that, that time, I don't think Richard knew the man he was pointing at went to college with me. I went to Kent State with Steve. So I was able to put hands on Steve immediately. And right. I'm going a long way just to tell you, we do the work to support our people and put food on our tables. But at the end of the day, Rodney, it was all about the humanity and the dignity because Hollywood had left and friends had left. Mm -hmm. So I sat there with him, and that's what I came to the conclusion of. Treat people good because that's what they're going to remember. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's the, that's the most awesome answer to a mediocre question I've ever got. It was dope. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Rodney. You funny, man. I watch you on Periscope sometime, and, and I don't I, I ain't on Periscope, but my girlfriend throws hearts out at you. <laughs> all right. She all right. And we, we appreciate you, dog. I'm coming to Macon, man. Let them know I'm coming to Macon. This week, right? Yeah, I'm coming there Saturday. I'll be in Macon Saturday at the Festival of Laughs. Uh, I'm coming with the young men bringing me down. Mike Epps and Bruce Bruce, they bringing me out the house. So I'm coming down there, and we're going to turn it out. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Making this, it's the Cineplex Coliseum. I sit in the hall, Mike Epps, Bruce Bruce, March 18th. Man, that's going to that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a hell of a show, man. I sit in the you back on stage. You smashing the stage. Um, was it ever any apprehension about going back? Um, you know what? There's a moment when if you stay away too long, I'm going through this with Eddie right now. When you stay away too long, I think you can get afraid of it. And um, mm-hmm. I got afraid of it. I think Eddie's problem is he got too much money, so he don't need it. But, but I, <laughs> you know how it is. When you, when you discover something in your life, you know, it could be a new restaurant or it could be stand-up again. You want to share it with your friends. And I'm just right. having such a great time out there. I'm trying to get him to come. But there was a point where I think that wall of fear starts to get tall. And you, you're, like, looking at some of the young, great comics, and you're like, can I still do that? I mean, I used to do a whole hour, really? Oh, my. Right. And then you get out there and you do five minutes, and you do ten minutes, and you do 20 minutes. And then one day you have an hour again, and you're like, what was I thinking? This is who I am. What was I right. thinking? And now – I'm just trying to get my dog out there because I know if he did it once, it would bite him the way it bit me, and he would be out there in the clubs. Plus, I know America, comedy fans, true comedy fans, would love to see Eddie Murphy rock and roll again. I, I mean, for, for me, I mean, I, I'm definitely, Richard Pryor would be my grandfather. Eddie Murphy would be my generation's father. So Yes, sir. You know, I mean, th- that would be my my conversation with Eddie Murphy if I were to talk to him. I'm like, dude, you're an absent father, man. We need you. We, you yeah. Know, we need the our father. father. We need our That's father cute. of our generation. And you know what Eddie would tell you? <laughs> Eddie would tell you, he, he would tell you, Rodney, I have 120 kids at the house. I can't be, I, I can't be the comedy father, too. I'm busy. I'm busy, dog. Hey, I'm and then he would say, and then he would say, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and that would be it. Speaking of fatherhood, uh, I know you're a, a super dad, uh, and I've seen you know you get emotional when talking about your son. Today is my son's oh, birthday, yeah. March 15th, and I couldn't. I would be remiss not to ask you how your son is 
and how how is he funny? You know what? My son is funny, man. I think, you know, everybody is a product of their environment. You know, um, everybody knows that. Um, I, I mean, he, he may not be Steph Curry to Dale Curry, but we won't know for a few years, you know. Uh, sometimes right. our kids are even better than us. They're not only a part of the environment, but they become better than us. So, I don't know, he's uh, 17, which is one of the reasons I'm getting back into stand-up and able to do some of the things like travel because, you know, pulled out of it for a while. For about 10 years, I pulled out of everything so I could just be a daddy and just know his favorite color and just know who his friends are and really be able to do what my mother and father couldn't do because we didn't have the paper that I have. And when you get some paper, you have to think, what does God want me to do with it? It has to be more than good weed and and, and women. So the bottom line (laughs) is... You know, I just pulled out and raised my son, dog. Um, you know, my dad couldn't be with me all the time. I don't think my dad ever went to a Little League baseball game. And my mother would work two or three jobs sometimes. So the deal is when I had this opportunity to do it different than they did it in Cleveland with me, I took that shot. And, you know, obviously you're hoping – when I decide to do something again, will people remember me? Will they let me back in the mix? And right. the reality is, if you can sling them jokes properly, people will let you back in any place if you are the real deal. So I did my thing, and my son's 17 now. He's applying for colleges, and they're letting them into most of them. And uh, I'm very excited because my life is perfect, Rodney. I, I don't yeah. know if everybody can say that when they look in the mirror, but Rodney, my life is perfect, dog, and thank you for letting me talk to you. I, I, I did my run at 9.30 L.A. time. I called you at 10, and I'm standing here stanking and sweating, and I'm going to go take a shower, dog. <laughs> hey, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on, Arsenio, man. You're, 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 you're a great human being, man, and I'm glad to know you, and thank you so much for coming on the show, y'all. Hey, dude, I appreciate you, and I'll see you somewhere down there near them peaches. You know how we do it, man. Stay blessed, man. God bless. See you making. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all, making Georgia. Festival of Laughs, 8 p.m. Making Centerplex Coliseum, Arsenio Hall, Bruce Bruce. It's going down. Oh, man. You got to see this guy live, man. Let me tell you something. Arsenio Hall live. Is nothing short of amazing. And we're going to take a little break. we come back. More of the show. It's Roddy Perry. You're tuning to Roddy Perry Live. And you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to give y'all a little bit of this before we go. Before we go. Uh, our wonderful mayor sitting here. The mayor of the city of alternatives. Yeah. Yeah. I like to call L.A. the city of alternatives because you've got everything. If, if you know, if, if you don't like the mountains, you got the ocean. If you don't like Knox Berry Farm, you got Disneyland. If you don't like basketball, you got the Clippers. We have everything here. And it's a great city. <laughs> have you seen the Clippers? I went to a game the other night and I had a good seat. You can get you can go last minute and get a good seat. Really, you can just walk in second quarter, they put you right down front. And the Clippers might ask your ass to play, so if you don't want to play, sit up top. <laughs> This is the only team in America that actually suspended a guy because he overate. Did you hear about this? 
The guy over eight, and this ain't the first time this has happened. He played for the Bulls, and they caught him with a hot dog on the bench. True story. He was down on the eating a hot dog, and the coach called him. He's like, oh, oh yeah, no, I'm ready. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Straight up, I'm ready. Soon they'll have a sign behind him that says, don't feed the players. It's frightening. <laughs> Other teams will be like, Quentin, catch, man. Catch. Peanuts, man. Did you see the Latoya, uh, Latoya Jackson layout? You see this? Great. I love it. I love it. She said she did it to further her career. I don't know about you. Maybe I think different. I'm thinking singing lessons, baby. <laughs> I'm constantly trying to further my career, but you don't see me naked on a motorcycle like this. But it's, it's doing good because she's on everything now, and I heard Tito got some titties the other day, so he's trying to further his career, too. <laughs> hey, it's your boy Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. Hey, Ambrose, you still there? Ambrose Jones? Man, I'm still here. Thank you for letting me be a part of that, man. That's classic. Man, dude, he told a Richard Pryor story, dude. It, I got chills as he was telling that story, man. Like, Oh, man, it was, it was crazy, man. Shouts out to Arsenio Hall, man. So, <laughs> he, 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 he missed you, too. You see that? Yeah, yeah, I heard that about the comedy center. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, but you know what? See, Harvey post that picture with him, Arsenio Hall, and uh, Richard Pryor. That's probably the moment that he's talking about. You seen that picture? Yeah, I have seen that picture, but it, it's, a, it's a trip, to, you know, to have that perspective, man, and and man, we you know we sat in the green room and we really talked about we talked about a lot of subjects. We talked about politics. We talked about Donald Trump. I mean, you know, you get comics, you know, together, man. We might ain't no telling what might come out. Oh yeah, he's talking about everything. I would have been a fly on the wall. I would have just loved to been there. <laughs> hey Ambrose, Ambrose Jones, if you don't know this guy, do yourself a favor, Ambrose. I'm, I'm gonna go on iTunes to pick up your album. Uh, well, how can people get a hold of some of your comedy, man? Man, you know what? Uh, uh, a special I filmed in 2014 with nephew Tommy. They just put that on Hulu called Uncontrolled Comedy. I'm on episode one. They can check that out. Uh, you go on YouTube. Well, you know what? Uh, I think I saw somebody else's on there too. Um, Marvin, I just saw, Marvin Hunter. Marvin Hunter posted about Marvin. that. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just dropped it. Uh, got a comedy album on iTunes, uh, Amazon, Google Play called Laughter Is the Best Medicine. Spell I-Z for ears. And, man, I'm all over YouTube. And, man, I be coming. Y'all can catch me on the stage, man. Somewhere. You I'll can, be in Birmingham you on the 21st. Now, okay. you know what? After I hit Birmingham, I just start on March 21st through the 23rd. And then I'll be down there in A, you know, hitting y'all spots down there. I want to get back on the Uptown, man. Well, you know, Uptown got a facelift, man. They got a brand new, brand new uh, look. Everything, man, it looks really nice in there right now. They got carpet on the floor. It looks beautiful. Oh, for real? Did they get the uh, the ceiling fixed? Did you still get the Ceiling still ain't fixed. Well, one thing at a time, man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> one thing. At a time. Hey, so 
you always working, Ambrose, man. You one of them guys, man, I like to watch on social media. And social media really really keeps us like connected to each other, man. Um, what's next for you, bro? Man, you know what? Like I say, man, I'm you know, I've been doing everything on my own lately. So right now I'm pushing for uh, getting this half hour on Comedy Central. I'm ready for that. So, you know, I'm uh that's what I'm working on, man. That's that's next that's my, next for my goal. Then after that, late night. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you, man. I I, I I got complete belief that you're gonna achieve all you all you wanna get, man, because you one of them guys, you put the work in and you just knock down stupid fun. You like one of them people like people always talk about comics as dumb and stupid and retarded. But we're really the smartest people in the room most of the time. But you that you that type of funny though. You stupid funny. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I learned, you know, watching y'all, man. Uh, watching y'all coming up, watching them laugh for losing DVDs, watching Comic View, you know, watching y'all on there rip it up. <laughs> you know, last time I told you down here, I told y'all watching the laugh for loser uh, DVDs, and uh, you and Cheryl yeah. Underwood was like only the one other two that got a standing ovation on that motherfucker. <laughs> oh man, man, I remember that. So, so this is what happened. Um, mm. After Cedric did the uh, no, not La Palooza. That's like I'm thinking of Cedric did ten percent. No, La Palooza was big for me. That was a career moment for me because I, I I booked La Palooza to come and and play like the clubs, right? And so I'm doing the club, the Uptown when it was in a little strip mall. You know, yeah, I'm doing Uptown. I'm on stage. Um, Daryl Chill Mitchell. He's current. He's in the wheelchair now, but he, this is right before he had his motorcycle accident. Daryl Chill Mitchell, yeah, okay. come and watch me. He's like, "Yo, this dude is funny." While he's sitting in the audience, he called Jamie Fox. He go, "Hey, hey, Fox, you gotta get over here right now and see this dude. This dude is destroying." Him. Before I could get off the stage, Ambrose, Jamie Foxx and like eight people walk in the room. I'm doing my closing bit. I'm smashing the room. They came to me after the show. Uh, one of my boys actually worked for Jamie Foxx, a dude named Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac like, yo, Foxx said you going up tonight at the uh, Civic Center. I'm like, well, I'm here right now. He's like, no, get in the car with us. We're going to the Civic Center. You're going to do a set tonight. So I go to the Civic Center. They take me over there same night. I do like seven uh, minutes smash that. And hey. that, that put me in the, in the Jamie Foxx loop. And so I got to do like, I got to do the La Palooza the following year, which was which was on the DVD and things of that nature. So all of that came like back to back to back. And uh, and it, oh, it, it put me, it put me, you know, in that Jamie Foxx world. So it was a good look. But then, you know, most importantly, then you like, like the question you just asked, Damon, I mean, or Senior Hall, you know, you're a good dude, man. And uh, I think good dudes are never, good people would never have to worry about work. Because I yeah. think it's the relationships that you build, you know, with people. And people never forget how you treat them and, you know, how they treat you, man. So, so. That's what I'm trying to say with me. You know what, man? As a, as a good dude, sometimes you feel like, you know, and I know you're a good dude. That's why I can say it to you. You, I, I know, you feel I like, know, yo, man. I know, what you're gonna say. I know, I know. You feel, <laughs> you feel like the other dudes be winning. 
And right. but you know, know right. good dudes won in the long run. <laughs> I be looking like hey, damn. I need to I need to start lying a little bit, treating people bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. But you know, Marvin raised us like that, man. So you got I got to remain who I am. So that ain't me. I'm all right. But that's that's good for him to say his life is perfect. I ain't never heard nobody say his life is perfect. Man, that's, that's awesome, man. And that Damn. that ain't perfect. It, it, it's perfect for him. So, and, right. and then you to know life, life sometimes is perfect at that moment. Like, even if it ain't all good, it still could be perfect. Like, because like, you learning something. It's something about this moment where you learning and you becoming better. Like, I think that's what, what ultimately he was saying is that it's perfect for me right now. Which, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and when, when when you're in a hustle mode, you're always trying to get the next thing and you never take the inventory of that perfection. But you probably living a perfect right. life right now. You know what? Just by him saying that, that made me, you know, look at my situation a little better. Like, man, you know, I don't travel like well, the way say, I want to. There's a lot of dudes that switch places with you. But I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. You know what? I think about that. When he just said that, I think about it, you know. And sometimes I, I got to humble myself because the times I'm not on the road, you know, I got 11-year-old son. I get to I get to be here with him and go to his track practice and pick him up from school. So right now, you know, he, he made us look at our life like, okay, you know, my life might be perfect right now. You know, even if it ain't, let me say it is, make myself feel a little better. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, you know what, Ambrose? I'm about to play this little song because cause we ain't got no problems, man. We ain't got no problems, Ambrose. Big fella. Yup. 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 Oh, 
I'm so hard. Me and God happy. This my blessing. This my passion. School of hard knocks. I took night classes. You don't want no problem with no problem with
I'm about to, I'm about to start dropping some of the clips too, because I, I don't always play the clips, so I'm about to just start dropping some clips. Like Kevin Hart came on one time and gave this this great story, man. Remember this? First of all, the biggest mistake that I've done was bring Harry on the road with me. He's out of control. Okay, that that's the first thing. His life is spiraling. Harry was going on the road. And to help you stay on the straight and narrow. Now, no, uh-uh. no, uh-uh. Can y'all, can y'all, Kevin? Can you tell me the story? I know y'all got into some fistfights recently. Can you tell me, uh-uh. tell the story about the fight? I want to hear the fight story. The fight story uh, about about how much how much Harry's not a friend. Yes, sure, I can tell you this. Uh, I got into a fight, Rodney, Austin, Texas, right? Yeah. Now, Rodney, a lot of people don't know this, but I throw hands. You good with yours? I come from the shoulders with mine. You know, okay. you, you come out your mouth crazy, I'm going to make you pay. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. With either the right one or the left one. But you're going to introduce yourself to one of them. I get into a little problem because the owner of the club threw my lady out the club, right? I go up to the owner. I'm like, don't put your hands on my lady. That's my lady, okay? When I said it, I pushed him. When I pushed him, he called a security guard. Security guards come up, grab me real fast. At this particular time, this is normally when my friends should be around. Harry's one of my friends. I'm in the full Nelson. They're swinging me all over the place. I don't see Harry. Okay, that's that's the first that's the first alarm that goes off. So right. I'm now looking for Wayne. Wayne is my security guard. I'm like, where's Wayne at? Wayne comes up like the man that he is. Grabs the security guards, get him off me. Now after they get him off me, the dude before they let go, the owner mugged me, Rodney. Like you know, no. put their hand on your face, right? <laughs> now when you mug me. It's a it's a very confusing and difficult time for me because I didn't know how to get his hand off my face, Rodney. I never been mugged before. I didn't like if you if you if you've never been mugged, it's a very difficult situation if somebody's whole hand covers your face and they right. had my arms, so I didn't know what to do. So I licked his palm. I no, you didn't. It. I did. I had to, but I did it tough. I growled afterwards. I, uh, uh, like it was it was a good lick, right? So he was uncomfortable with the fact. That his palm was wet. So he he let me go. They let me go. Now, at this point in time, I'm free. But now, Rodney, I'm mad. I want to fight. I go back up to the dude. I'm like, don't put your hands on me. I throw two punches. Bink, bink. I got him in a headlock, Rodney. I'm whipping his ass. Here comes Harry out of nowhere. Now that he sees that the fight's in control, he say, Kev, hold him. I'm a sucker punch him. That's what Harry said. He said that a lot. I knew it wasn't gonna go right because he used the word sucker punch. Okay, right. <laughs> any any nigga that say sucker punch in 2009 doesn't mean it. So he said, "Hold him, I'm a sucker punch him." Right? I said, "I got him, hit him, Harry." Harry took about 45 seconds to throw the most meaningless punch I've ever seen in my life. Rodney, I think I think he hit the guy on the thigh. He went for his face. He hit the guy on the thigh and said, mm, after he hit him, he said. Mm. That may be the fruitiest part. Hey, what I say? Mm. He said, mm. Like, you know, you hear somebody go, mm. You just say, mm. I said, let's go, man. Pack up, everybody. We had to retreat. After, after I heard Sassy say, mm, I didn't want nobody to get it on YouTube. I don't even think he hit him. Like, you know how girls hit when they don't close their fist all the way. The open palm. He hit him with the open palm. Head. You with know about that, right? showing. Mm. With it, yeah. He said, the heel of the hand. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want to get hit with that heel, though. That heel pretty fast. Yeah, at least if you hit in the face, the heel might do something. But you- hey, that's my man Kevin Hart, my best friend Harry Rashford, a memory from the road. 
Hey, I got all type of clips like that, man. I'm going to start running them on here. We're going to start playing clips from old shows so y'all can get just, just vibe the whole thing out. You can subscribe. Go to the, go to iTunes and subscribe to Rodney Perry Live. You can check out any one of those shows. Let me tell you something. I got Melvin Moore. Melvin's on the line right now. Melvin, Melvin on the show. Anthony, um... My my boy uh uh Anthony Hamilton's been on the show, Monique been on the show. I'm telling you, I mean I've been doing I'm up three hundred plus episodes, believe that. Three hundred plus episodes, maybe more. Maybe more I mean I know it's more than that. Kenya Crooks in the building, he's been on the show. World D World Red Greatest Weight Loss Expert. Who is this calling, man? Do you know who that is? Tuesday, what's up, baby? I got an ex here who's white that explain everything. Okay. Uh, two times. Right, so we we checking that out. So uh, a lot of great stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, this week, headed out to Philadelphia. The weather's horrible right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm understanding that it should clear up over the next couple of days. And so I'm going to Philly tomorrow, warm daddy, with my man, Two Ray. Then... On um, the rest of the week, I'll be at Raleigh Durham. So if anybody out in Raleigh, come see your boy Smash all weekend. What? Believe that it's going down. So hey, you know, you know what I, you know, I, I said too that I, I don't do enough. I don't do enough. I don't, I don't let y'all hear your boy enough. Hey, Marie, thanks for popping in, baby. Hey, hey, uh, four four Atlanta, thanks for calling in and just listening. Appreciate you. New dudes to worry about too, ladies. Old dudes. 85, 90. <laughs> used to be you can exclude a dude that was old. Ladies, you can say, this motherfucker's just old motherfucker. He ain't, you know, I just take him for a little money, you know. He ain't gonna fuck nothing. Not no more. <laughs> Goddamn Viagra to put the old dude back in the game, you understand me? <laughs> that Viagra, they got Viagra, they got Cialis. See, I done been dick hard all weekend. I don't know who needs this bullshit, you know what I'm saying? I don't even want to deal with no dick all weekend. This motherfucker just all weekend just knocking shit over. I don't need that shit in my life, you know? Old dudes. This is the thing when you're dealing with an old man. That ain't no normal dick. See, y'all, y'all dealing with these young men, they dick, they just, this the first run. Dick ain't been through nothing. Four, five, eight, or nine pussies, you know what I'm saying? You got an old school dick. That dick done been through. Dick done beat the odds, you know. Dick, dick marched with King, you know what I'm saying? Dick was right there. Way Don't get pregnant by no old dick. Because old dick got old semen inside of it. Oh, yeah, it'll get you pregnant, but that motherfucker baby might come out seven or eight. <laughs> baby, just step out, but what's going on? Around 
One of my dudes, brand new single on the street. We call him MC Nice. What's up, Nice? What up, baby? What's going down? Man, I, I was trying to hit you yesterday, man. Uh, I you need, shoot me a text when you get a chance so I can lock right. you in because I don't have I don't have your number, man. Oh, okay. I just wanted to call your show to be breaking news. That cool? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Jammies just got re-picked up by Netflix. Because you remember, we only had, uh, what is it, like a 16-month contract, so now they just extended it. So Bro, once the you get, uh, back like, up on Netflix. I can see it right now? Uh, next month. It'll be back next up at month. the top of the month. You know, Netflix normally dropped at the top of the month. So it'll be dropping at the top of the month. Got it, man. Man, that's very dope, dude. And I, I see you got some new music on the street. Yeah, man. Um, well, you know, I did a song with Darius McCray, <laughs> and we and we, uh, you know, we've been he, he's been having some. Is that the slow? Is that the slow song? No, the slow song. We did two slow joints. One was uh, all about you featuring Darius McCray, and then the new slow joint, um, "Show Me," is out with me and Dollar. That's the one. I that's the one I listened to yesterday, and I was like, "This is dope." Oh man, wait till you see we're gonna shoot a new music video for it, so I can't wait to let you in on that. Uh, is this a video? I don't think I can get. I can yeah, get I got a question list. for you though. Yeah. Uh, it's a comedic question. So you when, know, when 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 a, when, a, when a comedian is setting up a tour, like a comedic comedy tour, what's the best advice you can give them in regards to um, how to go about setting it up? I mean, this the catch twenty two about comedy tours. Most comedians don't have the business acumen to do that. Okay, um, so the 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 first thing you do you need you need a promoter. You need you need the the people that do that to to uh to to come on board and help you get the word out. Hopefully you got a brand where you can um where you can sell tickets. Now right. that that's the big tour. You can I recommend every comedian call their body of work for that season a tour. Because you are actually going to perform, you're going out and performing. So Roddy Perry is on the Fast and Funny tour. Well, that's my tour. That's I I'm gonna go perform so that's that's my tour for that that year that uh that year, so or those six months whatever I do. So um, I don't know if I'm answering your question or not, but I I think you gotta just you just gotta start you gotta start you gotta get out there and start working. Okay, let's say 
let's say you have no promoter, you know what I'm saying, and you want to go to what you want to do, do independent thing. Loves it. She asks, 
I want some more jammies, Daddy. I'm like, it's coming, baby. I can tell him now it's coming. Because I've been lying yeah, about it. Now yeah, it's I coming. Just, I made it happen. It's coming. Now that we got some other yeah. platforms that we that we're getting ready to announce um, in May, that's going to really be uh, going to shock the world, people. Because you know we're, we're we've been independent through the whole thing, and that's the one mm-hmm. thing that's been like, you know, the catch is that we're not a major studio; we're an independent animation company outside of wow. me being in music. You know, and we're uh, African American, Latin African, because you know I'm black and Puerto Rican and dollars black. So you know, at the end of the day, wow. we're the we're urban. What you call it? Company. You know, my my uh, my uncle Ron husband was the first uh, black animator at Disney. I, I did not know that. Yeah, he's you Lion King, Little Mermaid. That's my my uncle Ronald's husband. They call him Hus. I got it. Hey, nice man. Hey, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Big things coming down the pipe. Uh, how can people uh, find you on social media? Uh, at MC Nice LA. Facebook, I mean, I'm sorry, in, uh, Twitter and Instagram and MC Nice Music on Facebook. E-M-C-E-E-N-I-C-E-L-A. Hey, man, thanks for calling, bro. My man, you always got action over here. Hey, y'all, it's Rodney Perry. It's been an incredible show today. I got one more caller. Like My man Steve Harvey said, just one more thing. A1A, join Rodney Perry. Uh, tell the nice the next time he uh, talks about that little jammy show and don't bring up Buddy Lewis's name, we gonna fight. Wait a minute, first of all, Buddy Lewis, how you gonna call my show in and threaten people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rodney Perry. <laughs> Hold up, one of the one of the dopest comedians to touch the microphone, a credible writer, uh. I think I'm, I'm just gonna say shit string proper. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do be popping strings, doing things. And you gonna get okay? back on these sticks? That's the question. Anytime, Rodney Perry. I got my, I got my, I got my, uh, I got my PlayStation all set up right now in my new apartment. <laughs> For you. How you doing, Buddy Lewis? Buddy Lewis, I'm doing great, man. Real Husbands of Hollywood. I mean, what, what, what's happening next, buddy? I know you got some some, good, some great stuff coming down the pipe, man. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, me and Chris Spencer wrote a show that we sold to Showtime. Uh, we uh, uh, we had a little we had a little had to go through a little arbitration, but we're gonna get this I thing uh, straight. It. Uh, it was called White Famous. It's about it's a show about a black comic. It's what every uh, the the pitch was it's what every black comic is trying to be white famous and so it was sold to Showtime they got ten episodes we're gonna see what's going on with that I'm doing my one man show out here in L A so uh, in April so there are a few things going down the pike Rodney Perry two things I'm trying to work with man. you hey man you know I'm I'm super happy for you we about to sign off buddy man but thank you for calling in Roland Buddy Lewis. One of the coldest comments in the game. I love I you, know, man. man. You do the same, right? I'm glad to see you healthy, bro. You take care of yourself. Oh, man. Wow, Buddy Lewis called in. That was dope. Hey, y'all, let me tell you something. Whatever you're going through in this life, just know it ain't that bad. I know it feels like it's bad right now, but it's for you to learn something from. I want to thank Arsenio. I want to thank uh, Miss Madeline. 
I want to thank all my callers, uh, my man Ambrose Jones, my MC Nice. Thank all y'all for calling today. That's our show. My name is Rodney Perry. Y'all stay blessed. Be good.